That that was the headiest conversation I've ever had about a sandwich. <laughs> That's how you make a sandwich mega, my friend. You making a character based on sliced bread would be so much fun. Holy crap. Welcome to the Me Mega Podcast, where we join writers Adam and Luke for thrilling creativity and outlandish imagination as they create mega stories before your very ears. Save room for bread this week, mega listeners. Behold, Loaf Master Slice. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the B Mega Podcast. If we have not met, my name is Adam, and I am one of the two silly brains who brings you the B Mega Podcast every week or whenever we get one produced. The other one belonging to my good friend Luke. Luke, how you doing over there? Hey, Adam, I am fantastic. Uh, my brain is sufficiently silly this morning, and I am ready to to you make got extra a mega silly going. You got your silly your silly hat going. You're ready to yeah. It's my, like a rally cap, but you put on your silly cap. My, my silly hat, yes. Silly hats on. I I kind of wear my silly hat all the time. I'm not gonna lie. And to be fair, most people what most people would call a rally cap is kind of a silly cap. It is. So silly caps on creativity engaged inspiration at a eleven. What are we gonna talk about today, Luke? Adam, today is a special episode of the B-Mega Podcast because, as you know, you and I are both from the town of Chillicothe, Missouri. Chillicothe. Chillicothe. Small Midwestern town where we both grew up, uh, shared many adventures in our youth, uh, and later in life, it was discovered that Chillicothe was, in fact, the home of modern sliced bread. It, this whole situation has blown my mind for a lot of years because we i i lived in chillicothe you lived in chillicothe i lived there until i was 18 i don't know maybe 10 years ago or so yeah. all of a sudden on the old facebook and and places like that i start seeing people from chillicothe people who are still there talking about home of sliced bread yeah. chillicothe is the birthplace of sliced bread and i was like Whoa! as in Best thing since sliced bread? Anyway, I was fascinated by it. I don't know exactly when they discovered that this that, that our town was was in fact the home of sliced bread. All I know is that it has been uh, apparently backed by research. Science agrees. Amazing. And and all those other haters, the the other towns that think that they're the home of sliced bread, can can eat a slice of bread uh, because Chillicothe is apparently the one and only. So in honor of the, of that fact, and, and also to coincide with um, with Chillicothe's Sliced Bread Saturday Festival, this episode's mega hero is Toastmaster Slice. Adam, we've talked a little bit about this character before the show. What are what are your feelings about this this idea so far? I, Toastmaster Slice. I'm intrigued by what a sliced bread related hero will have to offer in the 21st century right. because greatest things in sliced bread and, and, you know, automated sliced bread, that's really kind of, that was short lived because by the middle of the 20th century automation and had, you know, taken over and now sliced bread is 
is no longer seen as a, a novelty or an exciting uh, right. thing to offer. That said, bread is such a controversial part of the 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 modern American diet, and I think it it I think bread is just the sort of piece of daily life that is exactly ripe for megification. Totally, totally. I think we really kind of need to figure out who this person is, where they're like, sure. kind of why, where they're coming from, and 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 see if some of that kind of leads to uh, to some of the like the physicality. So who do we start with that? So if we look at the history of 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 this whole sliced bread um, scenario in in Chillicothe, um, the story involves this inventor in in the early 1900s who who came up with this machine. So I think kind of in honoring and celebrating that real life person, I think maybe we start out with a with someone who lives in Chillicothe, this kind of mega version of Chillicothe maybe. Someone who I don't know is maybe uh has has lived there their their whole lives and and is maybe obsessed with not obsessed but is is inspired by the work of of uh I'm going to butcher his name we'll have to have the narrator uh come in uh but but Otto the the inventor who created the right. the original device uh so this guy is kind of a tinkerer works a yeah, lot yeah. like in his basement what do you think yeah so somebody who grew up in Chillicothe and then maybe went and maybe was always inclined to be an inventor or tinkerer was inspired by all the you know by inventors and science fiction writers and 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 maybe was all was in some ways was an outcast but only mainly because he sort of kept to himself and was did his own sort of oddball things all through life when this information came out. I'm picturing somebody our age because that's the Chillicothe I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, then when this information came out um, about this inventor and and Chillicothe's role in the creation of sliced bread, became really inspired to invent household items that would change people's lives. That like became sort of uh, became fixated or became interested in the idea of sliced you know access to sliced bread made life so much easier and better that those are the kinds of technological advancements that help or that those are the kinds of i don't know with maybe kind of a weird bent toward quirky things that are unexpected because nobody would have thought like sliced bread would have seemed that this guy keeps trying to invent things that are that people aren't thinking about that a true new idea maybe toils away and maybe is able, maybe has a couple of minor successes, like uh, some sort of strange, um, I don't know, like tomato de cedar or something <laughs> that, that, that gets sold on the home shopping network. So like makes a living and is able to live in Chillicothe. Yeah. Just sort of, um, t- you know, tooling around town, trying to gain uh, the right kind of inspiration for uh, maybe he spends a lot of time, time maybe he moves in above the bakery that sold the first sliced oh, bread yeah maybe that's where he lives and has his little has like a shop. lab and shop yeah. yeah yeah what if at some point they thought that maybe more things need to be sliced like that like more right. more right. items around the household could be sliced and be and it would make things handier for 
for so it just consumers. explores all of the the breadth of possible. So it starts with sandwich toppings mm-hmm. like tomatoes, again, onions, your meats. Yeah, the meats and the vegetables. But then like has <laughs> so hang on. Those a lot of those things, not all of them. <laughs> the meats are already sold in sliced form. So is this a, sl- oh, a home slicer? He's created the perfect ratio of meat to sliced bread. And maybe the machine will slice. You can put in like all your toppings. So it's got like it's a maybe that's it. It's a whole bread. Maybe <laughs> he a... starts out, he vents all these different slicers, but then his his ultimate project is this thing. It's the ultimate the best things in sliced bread, the ultimate sandwich <laughs> compiler or assembly yes. line. And that you put in all of your toppings and you put your mustard and your mayonnaise glopper in there and it, you know, puts it all together in a crazy yeah, yeah. slices it all. What what if in order to, to use this device, he, and this goes against the whole notion of like ease of use, but... You have to freeze. You have to have like a frozen block of ketchup and a frozen block of of mustard and a frozen block of mayonnaise and frozen like slices so, it. So then it just like you have these loaves of condiments. He's like that's that's what the world needs is condiment loaves. Like forget packets. You just have a loaf of condiments so you're not wasting <laughs> all the plastic and, and. So he's invented all of these yeah. things. Like they're all his inventions. None of them have taken off as of yet, but right. he's. Optimistic. He's optimistic. He's got a vision. So it's like, uh, so, you know, all of these condiments would come in. Yeah, these loaves that, like, you could just slide it out, like, yeah. push pop style. Maybe yeah. they would have, like, a, and you just stick it in the machine and it yes. slices off the proper amount of mayonnaise or yes. horseradish. If, if you're catering or if you have a party that you're trying to feed, you can just set the sandwich compiler to. <laughs> His competitor invented the single serve coffee things, the coffee pods that are so popular now. So he he's he's really jealous of that, of the person who came up with that. And so he, he thinks that this is going to be the whole a whole next level because you can have people over and they can all have their own kind of sandwich yes. and customize yes. the sandwiches. So they'll be in you can put them in offices so that people can <laughs> somebody has to keep the fresh things fresh. Yeah. Well, it's just a matter of keeping it in the fridge. Well, he makes an industrial one that has, like, a freezer component that keeps all of your, your like, condiments frozen and a refrigerator component for your meats and your yeah. lettuces, your various meats and lettuces and cheeses and such, tomatoes. And, and his go- like, he just plans to have, like, people can just go to your local, like, grocery store or Sam's Club or whatever and, and just buy a bulk package of meat and condiment loaves and a and a well, loaf of bread they all have to, loaf they of bread to, they come in the same shape yeah yeah but so is he so i guess part of the idea would be to take the slicing of the bread home because one of the one flaw that i'm going to just create an alternate fiction about the history since we don't know much about it <laughs> sorry everybody who's a fanatic of mr otto the bread machine maker guy maybe the the inventor of the of sliced bread always regretted that they had to then add a bunch of stuff to it to keep it fresh or something or that or maybe simpler is that the guy who invented the sliced bread machine was never content with how sliced bread stays fresh that it it, it he just could never quite work it out and that his preference would have been 
but not a lot of people knew this, but our, our guy learned this by pouring over his personal journals and, and notes about all of his inventions that his ultimate goal was that if you could make a safe, portable product that people could have at home that was inexpensive enough, then people could slice their bread fresh, that that was really what he preferred. And so this sandwich machine, so he's made a bread slicer, and but then this this puts it all together. That's our character, where this character starts and who this right. character yeah. is. And maybe on Slice Bread Day, they have a, competi- a competition to r- reveal the latest in sandwich technology. It's like, uh, what's the big high-tech uh, <coughs> conference every year that re- like uh, for home products? What's that called? You know what I mean? There's like a... Mm-mm. Consumer like the consumer electronics show is that what it's called something like that there is a there's some sort of you know what I mean but this yeah. is like specifically a conference that they have there there are only a handful of inventors who participate because frankly it's not well yeah there aren't a lot of people working in the sandwich technologies and and the technological sandwich arts and yeah, right and and generally people kind of just assume that oh the the technological sandwich arts have gone as far as they're gonna go. We're good with the status quo, but this character is like, no, we can make these sandwiches so much better with with innovative right. slicing technology. So he's, he's an active volunteer with the conference, even though a lot of the people aren't crazy about him because he seems like he would be a difficult person to work he's, with. He's pretty intense. And yeah, and sort of different in a way that would I could see get him sort of shunned a little. He's passionate about clean sandwiches. Like if someone is eating a sandwich... Right. And he sees that like the corner crust is not is like missing. Oh, it drives him nuts. Like he'll he'll literally go and find yeah. another piece of bread and and like swap it out for him. Like here, eat that instead. Or if it's like, or if it's such that the that the the toppings are all falling out of the bread, like obviously too much liquid or unwieldy or something that drives him crazy. Or the reverse, if there's way too much bread and not enough. Right. It's the 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 imbalance of sandwiches is something that gives him great concern. The thickness and density of the slice, uh, like if it's a soggy slice, that drives him crazy. Soggy slices, soggy bread, sogginess is one of his great uh, enemies. So, so he's yes. soggy sandwiches. Soggy sandwiches. That's a good band. A soggy sandwich could be his villain. <laughs> this is where I'm having a little bit of trouble because I have this other concept that we kind of talked about before and I really like it and I want to incorporate it into this this character's origin. Well, tell me about it. Meanwhile, throughout mm-hmm. the ages, there have been members of a secret order, an ancient brotherhood of elite bread makers and sandwich creators. They train in the, the disciplined art of loaf mastery. Ooh. It's the, because they are, in fact, part of the order of loaf masters. Um, there are different uh, different levels of 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 um, proficiency. Like there are, are loaf masters who who specialize in the perfect crust. There are loaf masters who perfect who who specialize in the perfect yeast content. Like sandwich compiler artists who yes. masters who are like different combinations and and that. So different people over the ages have been responsible for different advancements in the technological, the technological sandwich arts. Yes, yeah. yes, and they have monasteries, um, so, and their monasteries look like just big bakeries. And they keep records of all these. So it's like the first person that came up with like the toasted bread meatball sandwich, the perfect way to yes. get a soggy meatball sandwich into you know, or like the the Reuben, the inventor of the creator of the Reuben, or like the, yes. 
the hot ham and cheese sandwich. The peanut butter and jelly sandwich guy is like a legend. Yes, they they chronicle but, all all of the sandwich makings of the the world. That the back in the day it was just like the first guy who came up with like bread and fish. That was like the original push towards sandwiches, and then somebody came up with slicing it, and then somebody came up with um, blah blah blah. Grilled cheese. Oh, the grilled cheese yes. master. Yes. He, in fact, accomplished a great number of things using bread and cheese, including pizza, which is not always considered a sandwich, but in fact was an advancement of the technological sandwich arts. Yes, yes. And, and an open faced sandwich. It's, it's one of the key elements of this whole uh, loaf master philosophy is that they have to continually upgrade their technologies. If they're technical sandwich makers, they have to be able to use new technology. And yes. and as over the over the centuries, their their sandwich making skills have have been augmented by whatever technology exists or is invented. Because Chillicothe is the home of automated sliced bread, it is also home to the most recent generation of Toastmaster, uh, specializing in the slicing of breads. The Toastmaster slice. Uh huh. So am I right to assume that Otto, the inventor of the bread slicing machine, was in fact that generation's Toastmaster Slice? You are absolutely correct. So yes. that's why he portrayed the role of an inventor to exactly. to uh, right, and he he utilized the he utilized the technologies of the day in the twenties, being. Uh, industrial processes to make a, an automated slicing machine. That was one, but the other and maybe less credited one was also uh, capitalism that he used. He, so that's why he worked with the companies he did starting with the bakery in Chillicothe to spread the, the idea of sliced bread, because it's not good just to come up with it. You got to get people to get involved and interested in it. Yes. Yes. So has there been a Toastmaster slice since, or was that the last? Have there been not a lot of advances in the slicing of exactly of the breads the, since he was, Otto? He was the last living Toastmaster slice, and okay, and the order of Toastmaster shit, the order of loaf masters, uh, have have been searching for a new person to carry this mantle of toast of loaf master slice. Okay, so he's all right. Time out, Loaf Master Slice, because we keep both doing it. Yeah, he's it's Loaf Master Slice. Maybe there is a branch of Loaf Masters that are the Toast Masters <laughs> that deal with fire. Yeah. Not to be confused. And a Loaf ma- a, a Loaf Master Slice can work with the Toast Masters because you know yes. slice toast. <laughs> but yes, the order of Loaf Masters has been searching for a new person to carry this mantle of Loaf Master Slice. And they catch wind of our character's new invention. Yeah. Big planned reveal at the Chillicothe Slice Bread Saturday. What's what's also what should also be noted is that the loaf the order of loaf masters do possess a level of mysticism. They have they have mystical abilities that um because they are, they have been they've been studying the art of sandwicher sandwichery. Right. The art of sandwichery uh, for centuries, and have have unlocked their their consciousnesses to to the the spirit of the yeast. 
spirit of the yeast and they can they they have they have the 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 power of layered vision (laughs) yes they can see all of the layers of the current society and how they interact much like a well-composed sandwich i think that the order of loaf masters are the ones that set up this sliced bread festival Oh right on! So they did this specifically, and they got and he came out. He came, he bit obviously it, yeah. hard because he came out. He bit, took the bait. He came and volunteered. Is planning to submit this because maybe he had been hesitant to release the project because he wanted. Um, he he was afraid that he didn't want it to go unnoticed or something. Yes. Let me ask you this: Our hero here. Coming back to who he is to begin with, because I, as soon as we said that he was like us, I just assumed he was sort of a, 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 like I made him kind of a fictionalized combination of a bunch of people that we would have hung out with. He's interested in conspiracy theories and like sort of studying. And so he's maybe one of several people who is kind of a suspicion that there's some sort of order of sandwichery or, um, you know, maybe he doesn't have all the details, but he reads a lot of things that talk about times where you know maybe there's some stuff he read from Otto's journal and then, then he's done other research and he's in touch with like uh, a network of people that are actively um, and so the and, oh, and the, the of course because he lives in he lives above the bakery where Otto was using his machine so obviously there was a like a hidden stash of like journals and he notes that he's plans found. And, yeah, but yeah, he yeah, doesn't know he, how to piece all it all together stuff. it's like how, where how do these fit like what does because this mean anything written about the order of sandwich is is or the the order of loaf masters is written in some kind of sandwich code yes they all speak and write in the in, sandwich instead code. of instead of text going from left to right it's like this complex layering of of writing it's all it just looks like black but it's because it's written it's written yeah. through yes <laughs> sandwich style yes and they speak the same way <laughs> like telepathically like when they t- yes right. when they talk when they speak that's like how they've unlocked the power of the yeast like they they speak in sandwich and Word sandwiches. Yeah. So just a, a sound comes out and it's a word sandwich. Yeah. You have to be able to parse the word sandwich <laughs> into its individual layers. Yes. I love it. Okay, so he's he's had these notes and he's kind of suspected yeah. this this order existing, but he doesn't know what it is. So what happens? He's he's at this this festival. He he unveils his machine and and this, I think. The general public response is, nah, yeah. we got our Whatever. sandwiches. Well, and I think like while the Saturday, wait a second, while the sliced bread Saturday event is generally a success for for the Chillicothe, right. whomever's putting it on, that that that's it's, it goes well, but it's more the like the breading station where you can bread your kids and pet, and then there's like everything breaded and various different sandwiches and stuff like that. So it's popular just as a yeah, Saturday. It gets, yeah, it gets people in the town and everybody has a, has a blast. The bread slicers play there. Everybody's popular. Everybody's favorite electronic band in town, all that stuff. Like you get a whole, it's great, but the actual, the symposium of technological sandwich arts doesn't draw a big crowd and only has a handful of inventors and, and, but the judges, who are all the order of loaf master guys who rolled into town under the guise of working for various bread companies yeah. and things like that. Um, 
my sense would be that he would win some prize and that the prize would be what would give him the uh, yes. mantle and that and that maybe they don't tell him maybe they t- don't tell him a lot because you have to you're tested like you have to you know what i mean like yeah. you're not there there are different levels and he's given like a so he's only given so much information about entering the loaf masters but that he has to behave in a certain way as a loaf master but he's given power at that yes. time I yes don't know, that's yes that you they, some detail yeah his his the the reward that they give him is like a, a medallion in the shape of a slice of bread that he wears around his neck and it's just this like shine like pure pure gold shimmering and as like as soon as he puts it on uh this just kind of veil maybe it's the, the eternal slice and it's the perfect. It's a perfect. It's not gold. It's made of bread, and it's the perfect. Yes. It's perfectly moist and crusted, and it doesn't ever age, and nobody knows why. And it was created by the original slice master, and that's why he got to. He created the order of slice masters, a suborder of the order of yeah, loaf yeah. master, <laughs> because he created the first slice, and he created this eternal slice that would always be fresh and, and red. I love it. And they're like, you cannot eat it. You do not eat it. You you right, cherish that's it. Part of it is you have to resist the temptation to eat the perfect slice of bread and protect it from others. Yet he wears it on his chest. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What powers is he well, given? So I think as soon as he puts this thing on, like this veil of of knowledge just kind of comes upon him, and he 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 has a not a full understanding, but he has has better knowledge of what this order is he at least knows oh i'm i'm now part of something much larger i'm just curious about tying the origin of the person that we're talking about in terms of their personality and purpose and 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 all of that values with the order of loaf masters and what they're about if the order of loaf masters are about perfecting sandwiches which maybe is is partially about feeding people but more than that it's about feeding people well that like with a with a certain efficiency and grace and proportions so there's that's why it's kind of an art and a science yeah. because it's about all of these things and the sort of perfecting of like in a lot of ways the way people think about architecture that it's sort of the the sandwich as both a functional piece of life as well as a form that can be appreciated and and sought to uh, achieve a certain pinnacle of beauty and 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 balance and but so the person that we're talking about what's their driving force like what why are they driven to do this other than just they that they like auto like you know what i mean like they were a, a sciencey nerdy kid that then got into inventing and stayed in Chillicothe because of this interest in auto and invented stuff but like what's the drive there i think there's a very uh very strong desire to have to find acceptance and recognition um this this person who's been toiling away and doing all of these things in secret even selling some of these inventions these like novelty inventions and to make to make some right. living money off of it it's not giving him the recognition that he would really that he would really like and maybe he finds uh as he reads the journals and these things that he finds of uh, these autos notes and stuff that he becomes inspired by his story because he finds out that they shared a lot in common and that he was he was a person that was looking for a way to um 
maybe not just recognition, but to get um, to be respected for the hard work he was doing to make life better. That yeah. this person feels like that he's somebody who is trying to make things that would actually make people's lives better because he wants to help society, but has never known how to plug in otherwise and has kind of his own squirrely wild brain that is interested in deconstructing things and constructing things and, 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 and it's also tempered with this kind of modern, I think this modern desire to like, to be famous. Like there's that very, very modern element of like, Oh, you're, so maybe that that's the, that's what maybe Otto didn't have, have that drive right. but that's the overlay of yeah of con- that our contemporary character has is that he also was maybe because he didn't fit in and, and or whatever this is like every character that we make not surprisingly maybe <laughs> but but maybe it's not so much that he didn't fit in but maybe he he oh that he's that he excelled at math and science and maybe was on the math team and did you know sciencey things got involved with you know, Mr. Thurman's advanced science class and things like that, but did went and like spoke at conferences and did really well and won a bunch of awards, but was really disenfranchised by the fact that even though he excelled at all these things that to him should be obvious to everybody that these are things to be celebrated, they really weren't because people don't celebrate you for doing well in math and science. That's unfortunately, that's not uh, the world that we live in. So the, so at least in school age, obviously, or in pop culture, Right. And so that's part of why rather than, you know, that after going to school, rather than going into, say, um, robotics or working for NASA or computer technology or something like that, he he was driven to create something more for the masses because he wanted some level of credibility. But that gets tied in also with agreeing with Otto's philosophy with the from these journals that he's reading. He's sort of also appreciates this philosophy of creating things that will actually help a bunch of people rather than maybe something that's that's specialty and and that becomes his drive and because the loaf masters see that in him that's why they're willing to give him the mantle that once it's once he maybe he gives a speech like maybe they've seen some things he's written he keeps the he, he does a loaf blog he does a, a bread sliced blog or the sliced bread blog he keeps for Chillicothe, like sliced sliced bread dot com or whatever <laughs> um and and he talks about this desire to really help and yeah. especially because he likes the the sliced bread then because he's making this thing he talks a lot about sandwiches so they see in him a potential loaf master and what seals it is that he gives a, a, a an impassioned speech about how important sandwich balance is in life and that especially today and that people and have forgotten about sandwiches. Like full of all of these metaphors, like comparing life with the sandwich and the slices and everything. And what I- happened to our American sandwich values. <laughs> so they bestow upon him the mystical title, mystical Low title. Master Slice. With the and the right the the, the, the dangling the, slice. Yes, they see all of these good things in him, but there's also this like there's still this desire to to be recognized, and they're right. like you need to take that down a level. Like you are now part of something that's very disciplined and very, right. um, very something that is ancient and and and, and highly a, ordered. And that they're that they don't want him to fall into the dark sandwich arts. 
which has created many, many sandwich, uh, uh, awful sandwich experiences in the past. Things like, things like, uh, what's a horrible sandwich? I was going to say things like a peanut butter mayonnaise, de- oh, the peanut butter hey. mayonnaise debacle of the mid 80s. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> um, but that the dark sandwich arts create they create uh, a lot of like dysentery and and oh i know it's like the that things that are like where the where you go somewhere and it's just like the this fascination with putting everything on every sandwich oh, yeah. way too much and like like and and, and just like poorly it. made sandwiches like sandwiches that are overcooked sandwiches that are cut unevenly sandwiches that are are not, like the the bread is really thin in the middle. Yes, maybe like awful, awful fast food. Maybe fast food is a product of the sandwich yes, dark. Yes, yes, bread that's not even that's really bread. And that's where obviously he'll fight. Some of his biggest battles are yes. against the practitioners of the dark sandwich arts. <laughs> Once Loafmaster Slice has been initiated into the uh, ancient order of Loafmasters. He decides that this sandwich compiler could potentially be weaponized for his own use. Right. And sure, he's going to try to, he's going to make it so other people can have sandwiches, but he sees real, a real opportunity in turning this thing into a kind of a, a weapon for himself. So he makes a few tweaks, a few minor adjustments, and it becomes an arm cannon. A loaf arm cannon? He has an, a loaf a loaf cannon? loading arm cannon on his left hand. Loaf launcher? It's and so he can put a loaf of whatever kind of food he needs, he can load it into this loaf launcher and then lo- uh shoot the, the slices out as weapons, as projectiles. I think that's incredible. Does he does so he's able to shoot slices of the frozen condiments if mm-hmm. that's what he has loaded? Meats, cheeses, bread. Mm-hmm. He can do these things. He can make them cold. He can make them hot. So he could he could launch a a, a hot slice of cheese that's like kind of like napalm. Like it just like hits the hits his opponent and just slathers <laughs> them. Or like a hot condiment too would be pretty gross. Hot ketchup. Yeah. And then, then he can just end up sandwiching people. It's like it's kind of like tar and feathering, but he'll like shoot some hot ketchup and hot cheese, and then, and then he just yeah. starts launching the other stuff, like attaches just bread and lettuce. Bread, yeah, you've been sandwiched. <laughs> I was gonna say he can change the shape of the the slices, so like he could shoot star like star shaped pieces of toast at people. Right. Maybe maybe he can maybe and like he can like the he can do that and like it sticks it into like the wall, or like a frozen chunk of cheese or frozen. I think he would just maybe make different loaves different shapes that he would just alter his loaf machine. Oh, there yeah, that makes sense. So that he could make them different shapes, so he could have like and so the standard is loaf shaped. So yeah. usually he shoots loaf shaped things, but sometimes he, yeah, he could shoot just. He could have like a like a secret stash of frozen, you know, a frozen loaf of mustard stars that he could shoot at people. That it's a double whammy. It can it'll hit you. It has the possibility of puncturing, but then also melting and getting in your eyes. Right, or like in the wound, and then you got yeah. salt or uh, <laughs> salt mustard in the wound. And can he also make sandwiches with it? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's 
it's he'll you know if he's working with other people right. working with other heroes people are gonna get hungry well that happens. he's like hey i Crime got this guy's hard work and then he's got sandwiches i got sandwiches who wants a sandwich <laughs> oh if if tomato hawk and patience mustard happen to be around they they'll they'll help out with some extra condiments unbelievable once he becomes a hero he totally uh works out an alliance with those two and he he gets special loaves made from their their condiments maybe because he wants he really wants mass acceptance of this sandwich compiler and even after he becomes mega maybe it continues people continue to not because it's just gnarly looking and they can't he can't seem to get people over the threshold but but he becomes i mean aside from being a hero he also finally gets his wish of at least becoming a local celebrity yes uh, because you know his 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 tent at the Chautauqua is really popular where oh. he has sandwiches of all the latest gourmet varieties totally. and uh, things like that. That Prob- he's, he becomes, he opens a little sandwich shop downtown. Yeah, yeah. I think Loafmaster Slice should be able to fly. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think it should have to do with this slice of bread. I kind of was thinking that he would fly with the slice of bread like a kite. <laughs> like that he would hold it like a like a you know what i mean not a kite like a glider like a lighter yeah like he would glide with the the slice yeah um and that that's how he would fly that he would have to like take a run and catch the wind with his yeah with his loaf glider that slice of bread gives him the power to imbue bread of any sort with incredible power that it just gives him this you know sort of mystical uh energy and strength and so for example he's fashioned himself a a cape that's a slice of bread and it's and it and it allows him to fly this the the bread slice cape it's like it's a piece of like flatbread it would be yeah i think it would be like a piece of flatbread that's exactly what it would be yeah and and it's because it it gives him access to the spirit of yeast. It's exactly. It's it's he's he has lift. <laughs> he flies on wings of yeast. The ultimate ride. <laughs> Loafmaster Slice, the bready hero who rises. He always rises above, <laughs> ready to rise to any occasion. Well, he also has the advantage because he, I mean, he's still an inventor and he, and he, he's, I mean, even though he's maybe has a strange focus and hasn't been successful, he's, he knows what he's doing. And yeah. I think that's, I mean, even the, the, the modifying the sandwich compiler to be this weapon, like he would have the ability to continue sort of making improvements yeah. and creating things for himself and, um, that, that that intellect and ability to you know solve problems and make things would continue to be a to his advantage so because his his power is all bread based he has to watch out for extended exposure to heat and ah. and moisture right extreme heat and extreme moisture can really ruin loafmaster slices day well and it would it would cuz it would s- soggy out the cape mm-hmm. or toast it and maybe is his we didn't really talk about this but 
Does is his composition oh. changed at all by this experience? It, oh, I did have an. I, I totally forgot about it. I think when you first look at him, I don't think he looks bready. He, I think he has the ability to in um in extreme circumstances if he needs to protect himself, he can uh create a crust that covers his whole body, just like. And then crust shield, it's a like crust a shield sword? that it's and it's not it's not completely impenetrable, but it just it will help block a blow. But it and he can only he can't do it very many times because it, right. it that skin layer then has to all flake exactly. off. Exactly, gross. And he's, so when he's done, he's surrounded by just this, you know, brown dried crust it, skin. If at all possible, he tries to uh, shed his crust skin wherever there are birds nearby. Right. Well, that's courteous. <laughs> That's his. That's his other. That's the biggest weakness of the crush shield is be near birds. birds. But he could also use that as a tactic if somebody's attacking. True. And he just like draws the draws a cloud of birds. The old Home Alone two solution. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just have for this one. There should just be some these dark, these dark sandwich arts forces. Yeah. I do like this whole concept of the dark sandwich arts and just this like, yeah, like they're just being in the same way that there have been many members of the order of loaf master, that there are just as many like kind of demons or, or, yeah, yeah. or, um, uh, nemeses in involved in the, the sandwich dark arts, the militant mold. Oh, nice. Yeah. That, that is, is, it's it's mold, but it's aggressive. It wants wants to ruin your sandwich. Nice. You set your sandwich down and go to get like a drink from the kitchen and turn around, and it's just like this festering like mold. yeah, yeah. mold. It's just mold spores in the air too. It's yeah. a it's a like you have to always be be, be aware. Yeah, because this character has has an aversion to being soggy. There is this, and I don't know where it comes from. I don't know its history or its origin. Maybe it's, it's another ancient being that has fought the order of, of loaf masters over the centuries, but uh, it's the gravy goat, (laughs) the gravy goat. And it's just this goat that is constantly secreting a gravy like substance all over his body. That's bit, incredible because a, one and the gravy goat was responsible for in what in the loaf master slices opinion is one of the worst abominations in dark sandwich arts history, which is the the hot turkey sandwich covered in gravy that that is obviously not a sandwich. You can't eat it. You can't pick it up with your hands. That's yes. not a sandwich. The gravy goat. Gravy goat. Yeah. Yeah. Ruining sandwiches since 1964. <laughs> the other one was uh, kind of a rival, uh, a breaded rival for mm-hmm. the Loaf Master. Um, it was... <laughs> I have a hard time seeing this with a straight face. It was uh, Toast McGoat. Toast McGoat? <laughs> what? So, is this a goat made out of toast? Yeah. Now it's either a goat made out of toast or it's a goat that it's a fire breathing goat. 
I like that. It is a because the like is sort of playing on that goats eat everything. It's a it's a goat that instead of eating everything, toasts it eats everything, but it toasts it first. Yeah. With this fire that it just breathes like not like huge flame, just like a and it just it'll just toast something and then eat it. Yeah. Everything. Toast the grass, eat the grass, toast the fence, eat the fence. But because of that, it really can eat anything, so it blows through stuff. Thirty-something inventor and loafed goods enthusiast Sebastian Panisse was proud to live in Chillicothe, Missouri. Not only was it his hometown and birthplace, but Chillicothe was also the birthplace of modern sliced bread. Sebastian spent much of his time designing innovative and convenient home goods that he hoped would move humanity forward as the Rowetter bread slicer had done in 1928. In fact, his apartment was above the very bakery where the bread slicing machine had been used all those decades ago. Until recently, Sebastian had managed to make a decent living online by selling such novelty loaf-themed items as the silver bullet duct tape loaf, the never-ending linens loaf, and a particularly fragrant mutt loaf dog snack. His crowning achievement, he believed, would be the unveiling of his newest technological masterpiece the loaf-loading sandwich compiler and multifunction meal disperser, version 3.0. Eager to reveal his new invention, Sebastian entered the technical sandwich-making competition to be held at the upcoming festival celebrating Chillicothe's bread-slicing history. Unknown to Sebastian, however, was the fact that the festival and the sandwich-making competition itself had been secretly organized by the ancient order of loaf masters, disciplined and secretive monks dedicated on a spiritual level to the art and science of making a clean and enjoyable sandwich. Their goal? To name a new loaf master slice a title once held by the inventor who changed the history of bread in Chillicothe decades earlier. Impressed by his passion for high-tech and life-changing sandwichery, the Order of Loafmasters bestowed upon Sebastian the pendant of eternal wheat, an unaging slice of perfectly cut bread that endowed Sebastian with the spirit of the yeast allowing him to manipulate almost any form of bread with a mere thought. The order warned him of the ill nature of their opponents, the Brotherhood of Dark Sandwich Arts, an ancient alliance of fiends bent on ruining sandwich experiences around the globe. Proudly bearing his new mantle as protector of sandwiches, Sebastian augmented his sandwich compiler and crafted the Loaf Launcher Arm Cannon, his weapon of choice to fight villainy and empty stomachs wherever he roamed. In his travels and struggles against such foes as Toast McGoat and the Militant Mold, Sebastian's powers grew stronger while his reputation became one of mythical proportions. Restaurant walls the world over were scrawled with legends about Chillicothe's most glutinous of heroes, Loafmaster Slice.
so loaf master slice just living life one one slice at a time and and trying to protect the world's sandwiches and meals from the ancient brotherhood of dark sandwichery that's right that's it sandwiches are more important than ever <laughs> he teaches sandwich making classes oh like at the at local the, YMCA the YMCA yeah Do you, maybe uh, sandwich yoga sandwich yoga L- loaf yeah. yoga probably loaf yoga <laughs> loaf yoga really really gets your, your loafs moving yeah it's a digestive yoda yoda <laughs> sophomoric jokes and childlike insights and thank you listener for spending yet another hour of your life here at the mega hq enjoy the show then please leave a four slice review of the podcast on itunes where slices are for some reason shaped like stars And if you truly hunger for a loaf of B-Mega hilarity, then support Adam and Luke on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash B-Mega. You can follow the bread-eating exploits of Adam and Luke on Twitter and Instagram at MegatonCity or read more about their work on MegatonCityNews.com. We have reached that crumb-filled end of the magical bread sleeve, listeners. So remember to cut your sandwiches cleanly, always eat the crust, and be mega! heard in the B-Mega podcast are used under a Creative Commons Zero public domain license. The characters and stories on this podcast are the property of Megaton City Creations, copyright 2016.